Blog Talk Radio. and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And this is, of course, your unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate recovery, in this new real estate economy. And every one of you listening, I know we're getting lots and lots of new listeners. This was a record month for new listeners. This is actually a record month for us for total lessons. And so for all of you that we are just getting to know, I want you to have this very clear in your head that we are at the very beginning stages of what will be a 7- to 10-year real estate recovery. I don't care where you are in the country, but you will be experiencing an ever-improving real estate market. If you personally decide to be part of this new real estate boom, you're going to have to, what, get into action. You're going to have to learn how to be of service to others, and obviously you're going to need a lot of education. So embrace what this new market has to offer. Make the most of it. Make this the best next decade in your real estate career. And if you had a fantastic, maybe, Ten years ago or seven years ago, the real estate boom you thought was the high water mark of your real estate career, and ain't going to be nothing compared to what we're entering into now, for sure. All the ships, all the trains, all the signals, all the smokestacks, everything is going in your direction, so embrace it and make the most of it. So, Julie, welcome to the radio show today. Thank you so much. I was thinking about the saying, ride the horse in the direction it is galloping. Yes, exactly. Well, that's actually a good point, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. money is going to be flowing, and a lot of you were smart enough to embrace the opportunity of short sales, REOs, BPOs, a lot of the distressed stuff that was, say, from 2007 through 2000, well, arguably 2013 for a lot of you. It was, and, and maybe depending on where you're in the country, it still is the single best opportunity there is for you to help others and make money. But for a vast majority of you, even those of you who are in the markets where there's still a lot of underwater owners, you know, because there are still 10 million underwater owners, and if you add to the uh, list of near underwater, those would be underwater if they put their houses for sale, the list doubles to 20 million. So you really, there's no place in the country where you're not having still a lot of distressed owners. But if you're now realizing that, yes, there's still opportunities in distress, at the same time, there's a lot of opportunity for those who are in equity positions for those who are entering back into the housing market, well, you've got to work both ends of the market. So to Julie's point, a lot of you were smart enough to embrace the market that was. Now you've got to be smart enough to embrace the market that is and that will truly be. So get into action on that. So Julie, today's radio show topic is one of our favorite topics because it's Mm -hmm. probably one of the things that causes absolutely positively the most confusion amongst agents, and that is building a real estate team. So the topic today's show is smart teams versus dumb teams. Now, I chose that topic because, or that title because I wanted it to be a little bit incendiary. I want you guys to maybe take a little offense to that title so you'll listen, right? Because the simple fact is, and Julie's got a great story she's about to share, the simple fact is, and ready for it, wait for it, wait for it, in most cases, real estate teams are dumb. You shouldn't be doing a real estate team. You shouldn't be thinking about a real estate team, assuming 
you have your head screwed on straight about what your true purpose is in the real estate business. Big assumption. So, Julie, what's your story? Okay, great. And I, this is hot off the presses, right? So I have a new breakthrough student who is a one-on-one coaching client, and she is in Centerville, Ohio. So she is a fellow Buckeye, and she gets extra bonus points for that. But Kim is also a military personnel, and she um, has some connections there to Wright-Patterson, and that's one of her main centers of influence. Well, Kim has recently moved from a different base in Virginia and is rebuilding her real estate practice. So our first coaching call, she says, what's the fastest way to build listing inventory? I said, unrepresented sellers for sale by owners. She said, okay, tell me what to do. We went over the script. She went last week talked to five for sale by owners, just emailed me that she took a listing in 30 minutes. The for sale by owner, unrepresented seller, says to her, all right, I've given it my two weeks. I'm ready for you to list it. Come over tomorrow. Nice. So she, tomorrow was today now, and she just emailed me, took her 30 minutes. He was ready to sign. She's so glad that she talked to five for sale by owners, and if it's one for five, then she's up for more of this type of activity. Okay? So... I mean, I think it, it's just I'm so proud of her because she's she's literally still unpacking her boxes from moving back to Ohio from Virginia, okay, and and she's being very coachable and taking action. She also put a buyer in contract this week. Now, she wasn't completely thrilled with the amount of homes she had to show this buyer and the back-and-forth negotiating, and her comment to me was, I guess that's just the uh, reinforcement I needed to convince myself to be more of a listing agent. Well, yeah. So lots of textbook coaching in that one, right? Well, she was making it easy on you, right? You just had to listen Definitely. while she was coaching herself. Well, I mean, honestly, agents who are coachable are a pleasure to coach. It is related. They are, definitely. So you know what, Julie, you're reminding me to remind all of our current students that we do have the new for sale by owner script. It is live mm-hmm. on the site. Julie, do you know what Real Estate Coaching Essentials section that is in? Do you know if that's in the first one? It's Right now it's in level one under scripts. Okay, so we did put that one up. Julie edited the script. You guys can listen to the audio that I did so you can understand how it all works. I've been role-playing that script with a lot of my students uh, for the past couple days, and Mm -hmm. obviously they love it. It works extremely well. So existing coaching students and all of the rest of you who are working for sale by owners, definitely embrace that script. The new expired script is also done, and it's going to be posted. So all of you who are existing students, make sure you're using the newest scripts. New market, new opportunity, new ways of communicating with people because really most of the other scripts that are floating around out there you guys can download from different websites, they're literally 30 and 40 years old. And they don't make any secrets about it. They'll say the script was written, you know, in 1962. Well, guess what? Everything is different now. The way you communicate with people is different now. The vernacular, those are the words that you use, different now. The phrasing, how you talk about things, everything has changed. So change with the times. Otherwise, guess what? You're going to be using scripts that don't feel comfortable. You're going to be saying things that don't feel natural. And no surprise, you're not going to be getting any results. So the topic of today's radio show, smart teams versus dumb teams. And we're going to talk about that. Actually, we're not going to take a break today. We're just going to roll right into it. Now, um, I have to do a little quick commercial break for myself. Just a reminder for all of you, if you guys – are ready to take your businesses to the next level, especially existing coaching students. We have thousands of you. Or if you're interested in becoming one of our coaching students, real quick commercial break. Here it is. Ready? Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. That's it, right? Freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and you can schedule a coaching call 
with one of us. And um, Julie and I are keeping ourselves up there because you guys were insisting on it. We're probably the hardest to schedule with because we're booked up. But you can, if you're willing to wait, you can wait maybe a week. You can get a coaching call with Julia or myself. All of our other coaches, usually you can get in a coaching call with them within a day or two. So, um, you know, we'll rotate the list. Uh, the coaches that have been up there are kind of wanting to be rotated off so I can put new coaches up there. No worries. We'll do all that. And also, you know, I hadn't thought about doing this on the radio show, but I'll throw it out there. We are actively looking for those of you who are uh, having a coaching background now, we are extremely particular about who we'll hire as a coach. You have to have actually sold real estate before. You have to have actually sold real estate at a high level. You know, we don't want anybody who just wants to be a coach but hasn't been really, really successful at selling real estate. So if you're interested in pursuing that conversation, why don't you email me directly? And my email address is coach, C-O-A-C-H, Tim, T-I-M, Harris, at gmail.com. That's my private email address, but you guys who are listening to the radio show, if you're interested in becoming a coach, just email me directly, and I'll put you in contact uh, with our staff, and we can start that conversation. So, Julie, we get free coaching call requests all the time, and Mm -hmm. a lot of these agents, and I have to say it, I'm going to call it what it is, a lot of these Keller Williams agents have it Mm -hmm. in their heads that in order to be successful in real estate, they have to have a team. Now, we're not going to talk about the politics and the hidden agenda that might might be behind the pressure that a lot of you guys are feeling to form teams. We're not going to talk about, you know, what the real purpose of pressuring you guys to form teams probably is. But what we're going to do, because we are the only agent-centric coaching company, is we're really going to drill down on this radio show in the time that remains, focusing on whether or not a team actually really makes sense. So here's a thought for you. What is your product? Okay, we're going to start out with a really basic question. What is your product? Those of you who are just tuning in to us for the first time, this is really going to raise your eyebrows. I'm asking you a serious question. I want you to say, out your, say your answer out loud, or at least say it to yourself. You are a realtor. You are either successful or working on becoming successful. You are either helping a lot of people, selling a lot of houses, or you're working on accomplishing that goal. What is your product? What is it that you produce? What is it that you make? Now, Typical answers, Julie? Uh, My great customer service is my product. Okay, that's a lot of you will say. Some of you will say, and these are all good answers. They're not bad answers, but they're not the correct answer. A lot of you will say closings. A lot of you will say homes. A lot of you will say, I don't know, all kinds of other things. Some of you, like one in a hundred, will give the right answer. And here it is. Your product is profit. Profit. Your profit Your product is profit. Your product, the purpose of you owning your business, running your business, is profit. You don't produce really anything because you're just essentially a middleman, right? That is what you do. You don't make houses. They're made. Happy customers, those are part of your job. That's not the product. Your product is what you have as a result at the end of the transaction, or you don't, which is profit. Now, if all of you will just, maybe a lot of you, I realize, aren't ready for that message. But if you ever become serious about becoming financially independent, rich, if you will, and that's where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money, you're going to have to shift your mindset away from the traditional real estate thinking and start thinking like a real business person and start realizing that to be successful, truly successful, 
building long-term wealth, you have to have the mindset that your product is profit. So when a lot of you come to us and you're asking for you know, help building your teams, the interesting thing is those same people are very, very rarely focused on product as their profit. How do I know? Because they never talk about it. All they talk about is basically selling more houses. More houses does not equal more profit. There's another big myth in the real estate business. You guys are uh, being lied to and to to, being led to believe that selling, selling more and more and more houses, building a big team, will make you rich. It doesn't. It very rarely does. There are almost no exceptions to that rule. Matter of fact, I don't know of a single really successful real estate team where the owner himself or herself is really, really, truly wealthy to the point where they no longer have to be part of the team. There are people that claim that fact, but from my conversations with them, for the most part, unless they've learned to invest outside of their real estate business, they're still dependent on that income to make ends meet. So they've not yet basically created a situation where they're truly wealthy, where their money works for them, and they no longer have to work for their money. A real estate team is something that results in a very, very low, barely double-digit profit margin for the owner. Now, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you guys an example. Um, we're doing an interview with Pat Hyben on this radio show. You guys can go back and listen to it and listen to it yourself. He was talking about during the peak of his business for a year or two, they were doing $5 million a year in commissions. Now, he had an army of people Wait, working for him. Wait a minute. That's not in volume. That's in commission. Yes, in commissions, right, <laughs> exactly. So he actually had you know, a big number, right? I mean, there's not very many people in the country that earn $5 million a year. I mean, the average agent earns $29,000. Pat and his team were earning $5 million a year. So if you guys had to guess, and again, I totally give Pat props for actually being honest about this. For creating it, yeah, and yeah. being honest. Well, no, being honest truth. about answering yeah. the question about what his net is. So yeah. when asked how much is this net from making uh, from uh, you know creating a business that earned five million dollars, it was less than a million dollars a year. Now a million dollars yeah. a year is still a lot of money, but a million dollars a year, you know, obviously then he had his personal overhead and his taxes and the rest of it. The percent is what's interesting. It was mm-hmm. less than twenty percent net before taxes. It's how much he was making per year. And how Think many deals did he have to do to create that? That's a lot oh, of work. Was, and his average sale Hundreds. price is like 450000 you know. Yeah. So, guys, here's the thought for you. Many of you can build very successful, easily managed businesses with just you and an assistant, or maybe you, your spouse, and an assistant, and the assistant is the transactions coordinator, around nothing other than listings. And I'll give you a really beautiful, simple way to think of this. So, why don't you focus, stop worrying about buying buyer leads. Stop worrying about truly at Zillow, and Oh, yeah, as we told you what happened, guess what? Realtor.com announced yesterday that they're raising their prices. Truly and Zillow, I'm sure, will do the same thing. So you, those of you who are still buying buyer leads, we told you it wouldn't work for long. We told you that the numbers really wouldn't make sense this year. And I hate to say we told you so, but we told you so. So... Build your business around listings, not around buyers. Building your business around buyers means you are constantly going to be spending all your life energy trying to, you know, shuttle people around and be a tour guide. Build your listing business around listings. Here's the mindset shift 
if you had right now, and some of you already have this number, but I'll just pick an easy number, and some of you have far more. You know, I have some of you guys who have hundreds of listings at this point. But if you had 10 listings at all times, and let's say you're in, you know, average middle America where the average sale price is, let's say, 200 grand. You had 10 listings at all times with an average sale price of 200 grand. Statistically, depending on your absorption rate and a bunch of other stuff, but we can safely assume that you would have three of those listings sell per month. Right, maybe four one month, maybe two another month. Who knows? Christmas, December, you might only have one. But overall, on average, you'd have three sell per month. Can we all agree to that? I'm sure we can. Reasonable, you know. In some markets, they'd obviously sell faster. But we're trying to pick a reasonable number for the sake of explanation here. Ten listings at all times, three would sell on average per month in Middle America, where your average commission is going to be, say, six thousand dollars. Right? Just one side, six percent listing. On a $200,000 listing, 3% times 200000 equals 6000 Now, again, I'm not even taking into account broker splits or anything like that. Just making a very simple example to show you guys the beauty of understanding how to actually run a profitable real estate business. Ten listings all times. Three listings sell on average per month. Each of those listings is worth $6,000. That's $18,000 a month. That's over $200,000 a year. Two hundred and twenty, basically. A little less than that. A year, if you had 10 listings at all times. So all of you right now are getting emails, communications of all varieties from all these different people trying to sell you into this whiz-bang thing. I actually had a coaching student this morning who took his coaching call from his car, which I hate, and I asked him why, and he was very reluctant to tell me. And finally he confided in me that he was going to an SEO conference. <laughs> okay, okay, whatever. Best, you mean. He confessed, right? Yeah. Well, fortunately for him, he'd also prospected since our last call. He'd set six mm-hmm. listings. He took a, set six appointments, and so far he'd taken three of them. So I told him to go have fun with all of his Star Trek buddies at the SEO conference mm-hmm. and Nanu Nanu and the rest of it, right? So that's fine. But here's the point. If, you're, if you had 10 listings at all times and you had a consistent income of $18,000 a month, some months more, some months less, but 18000 on average, how much better would your life be? Would you be better. still having to buy how would you still be having to buy buyer leads? Would you still be having to waste your time and energy and money on all the things that you do? So Julie, that is the essence of what all these guys should be embracing. Mm-hmm. Do you need a big team to do that, Julie? Absolutely not. Right. To have ten That's listings and to get to ten listings, how many do they need need any staff, by the way? No, you actually don't. You do need to be efficient and keep in mind what your mission is, which is more listings. I mean, take the example that I used at the top of the call. Kim, one week, one new listing. Talk to five FISBOs. She's there. What if she does that for ten weeks in a row? Ten listings. Not to mention what they'll throw off. Does she have an army of assistants? No. So here's another thought. I see a big trend. Those of you who are still buying buyer leads. i got a free coaching call. I'm looking forward to talking with this guy. I think uh, tomorrow next day, and he's spending $6,000 a month yeah. Yes, with Trulia, Realtor.com, and Zillow, buying buyer leads. And what's his email to me? He wants to please learn how to be a listing agent. be my pleasure to show him how because he understands the insanity of buying buyer leads. He understands the insanity of building your business based on buyers. The reality of it is, guys, is this other trend of buying buyer leads from Boomtown, from all these other sources, 
and then having this army of agents that somehow miraculously are going to go out there and earn you a bunch of money, it won't work. Now, you might run a bunch of units through. You might become the top-selling realtor in your marketplace off units, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to make any profit. Is your point to make profit? Why don't you focus all your energies on how to become a listing agent? Maybe never build a team. Maybe never worry about who's number one in your marketplace, knowing that of every month that you earn the $18,000, you're saving 60 and 70%. How much better off would you feel? How much less stress would you feel? Imagine it. If you knew every single month you're going to make $18,000. Now, here's the fun part. How many of you have sale prices, <clears throat> I'm thinking of like a lot of you, who you know, 500,000, 600,000, 10 listings at all times, and you're selling three per month, and your average commission is 15 grand, you're making almost $600,000 per year. And all you had to do is get to 10 listings at all times. You really technically don't even need a transaction coordinator at that point. You have a nice, steady, even business. Now, why does our industry not champion those of you who are smart enough to listen and set up your businesses like that. Why is it that we don't celebrate the agent or the agent and the one assistant who's you know, not selling a million houses per year but making killer profit margins? You want the answer? Julie, what's the answer? Well, if there's only one or two of you to pay your dues to the broker and various other entities, that's not as profitable for that end of things, is it? It's part not of the necessarily growing of the brokerage. There you go. It's part of the sickness, honestly, of this industry. That's the reality of it. The industry is built around the idea that in order for the brokerages to survive, in order for the big brands to survive, you ever notice, guys, how when Keller Williams and Remax and all these other companies, what they like to brag about is how many agents they have. Do you ever notice that? Have you ever thought about that? So the industry's focus is obviously on bodies. Because they know statistically, and this is unfortunately how it works, that most agents are going to get into business, they're going to sell to their centers of influence and past clients, and they're going to fail out of the business in 24 months. So the mindset of the industry is that of a body shop, and that's actually what they call themselves. So they'll, in essence, their job is to always get more and more bodies in. So if they can convince you, as an individual agent, that your success will only come if you hire a, a bunch of agents to work for you as part of your team. If they actually convince you of that, you become recruiters for them. You're then out there looking for agents to add to the brokerage, to add to the bragging rights of we have 75,000 agents. Have you ever thought about that? How is that the best thing for you exactly? How is it the best thing for you to do anything other than learning how to become a fantastic listing agent, learning how to have a huge, incredible net uh, profit per transaction, and then reinvest that money. A lot of you are buying rental properties and things like that. Can you please explain to me how having a big team – oh, but Tim, I get to buy my time back. I have get to have leverage. I, you know what? I buy off on that. If you're at a certain point in your career, in your life, when you have enough money, when you have built wealth, when you are essentially by definition of rich, where your money's working for you and you no longer work for your money, and no, I'm not talking about the profits that hopefully are coming from your real estate team. I'm talking about other sources. If you've gotten to the point in your career where, you know, maybe you're in your you're older and you're not necessarily having you have no interest in working as hard anymore, I totally respect that. 
and you have the skill to actually train somebody properly if you are going to delegate. Yeah, but you know, and at that point, if you're like that, and you're saying, Tim, Tim, I could, and I have coaching clients like that, I absolutely do. And you know, you're saying to yourself, well, you know what? I'm well off. I've got my house paid off. I've got, you know, enough money coming in every month from passive investments to more than enough uh, cover my overhead. Uh, I want to take more time off so I can travel and enjoy enjoy my life, enjoy my grandchildren. Congratulations. You kicked some serious ass. You have been successful. And absolutely, let's build your team. But anybody other than that, if your situation isn't basically like that, you know what? It doesn't make sense. It's not the best thing for you. It, it'll never make sense. And don't be convinced otherwise. It just doesn't make sense for all of you guys to spend your life energies doing anything other than learning how to be phenomenal listing agents. So, you know, the title of today's radio show, Smart Teams versus Dumb Teams. What have you learned? Maybe the whole thought of having a team is dumb. Ooh, dumb. Bad word. Mm, I get it. Bad. It's intended to be. It's intended to raise eyebrows. The intention was to get you guys to question some of your dogmatic thinking. Where does that come from? Did you get into the real estate business wanting to form a team? Probably not. Somebody convinced you of it, didn't they? How about you get your head screwed on straight again, and you remember that the reason you got in the real estate business was to make profit, profit. so you could take care of your family. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's it. So, Julie, when you're, I know we have these free coaching calls every day when we're trying to help these people kind of see through the clutter. Anything else right. you can think of to help me get the point across? Well, I mean, we do have a lot of requests about, I'm building my team, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And I always go straight to, you know, how they're going about training the people they're delegating all the leads that they're paying for, right? So what really, after you paid for the lead and half of the leads are squandered because you're not using pre-qualification scripts, and none of it, nobody on the team is using the philosophy of urgent lead follow-up. I mean, it's even worse than not having any profit because some of those deals aren't getting closed at all anyway. There's nothing to take profit from. So there, there's a rash of trying to delegate before you are yourself necessarily in a position to coach somebody to make your business more profitable. So it's like this spiral, right, where agents believe that's what they're supposed to be doing and they delegate everything and then they get mad because things aren't closing and then they run their business into the ground versus just learning the skill and keeping it, if you're going to have a team, keeping it nice and tight and small and profitable or making the decision it's going to be you and maybe a personal assistant and be done with it. I mean, that actually is less stressful. It stresses me out even talking about it sometimes. It is. It's crazy. Because <laughs> I feel it? their pain. Yep. You know, I, I see what they think they're building and then I find out the lack of profit because – I mean, on some of these big teams, all they have to do is have a light month or two, and then they're borrowing from their own savings just to keep the team alive. How funny is that? But isn't that what happens? Isn't that exactly what happens? Yeah, that was the tail end of Pat's story, too. I mean, the market slowed down. He had all these fixed costs, and then out went his profit. And that's what happened, by the way, guys. If you, those of you who have been in the business that sold through the, uh, the boom – you know, and you heard all about you guys maybe know some of these big teams that formed and all the rest of it. What happened to them? They went away. But I see that trend picking up again, and the people that are starting to embrace it are the ones that didn't learn their lesson the first time. But for the most part, it's those of you who came in the business during the real estate crash or have entered back into the business having been out during the real estate crash. So, you know, you guys need to open up your eyes and realize that at the end of the day, Sure, a smart man learns from his mistakes, but a brilliant man learns from the mistakes of others. 
you need to accept the fact that the whole team model is probably not something you should be pursuing. It's not something that's going to result, assuming your goal is profit, assuming your goal is to become rich, assuming your goal is you know, rich being when your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money, assuming those are your goals, the team idea is something you need to seriously question as to whether it truly makes sense for what you're trying to accomplish. I know that a lot of you are confused about this, and I'm sorry that you are, and we're here to help. So what you need to do now is consider requesting your own free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. We'll talk with you tomorrow. Have a fantastic rest of your day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.